or in some cases where Hi, this is Larry Christopher, and this is the Liminal Worlds podcast, where I'll be discussing various uh, issues related to culture and the arts and society. And tonight I'm going to be discussing a book that I recently read called Nomadland, Surviving America in the 21st Century by Jessica Bruder. This is a very interesting nonfiction book about uh, a new, like, 21st century lifestyle where people, mostly older Americans, are living in vans, RVs, and other vehicles, either voluntarily or out of economic necessity. And mostly they work at places like Amazon warehouses, working on beet farms and other nomadic type jobs. Okay, so I'm going to just read the review and then I'm going to make some comments afterwards. So it's Nomadland, Surviving America in the 21st Century by Jessica Bruder. This is a fascinating look at a lifestyle that's gotten quite a bit more common in recent years, but that most people are still ignorant of. Due to a stagnant and shrinking economy, more and more people have been compelled to live in vans, RVs, and other vehicles. Jessica Bruder takes an in-depth look at one part of this subculture, the mostly older, vehicle-dwelling people who work at seasonal jobs at places such as Amazon warehouses. One of the interesting things about Nomadland is that it covers a subculture that's completely invisible to most people. I've been fascinated by nomadic lifestyles for many years, but I didn't know how many older Americans were living this way. Like Bruder, before she started researching this book, I always assumed that almost all people in RVs were retirees enjoying a leisurely existence touring the nation. Unfortunately, this is far from the case. More and more people are unable to retire and are compelled to work until they literally cannot anymore. Nomadland looks at many aspects of the work camper lifestyle. That's a synthesis of work and camper. The low-paying and physically challenging jobs that people work at, as well as the emerging social communities that have emerged, which include gatherings of campers who have gotten to know each other over the years. The book centers on one such person, Linda May, a woman in her 60s who lives in a camper and works at various seasonal jobs such as Amazon, working beet farms, and managing campsites. We follow along as Linda May makes friends, deals with injuries from her stressful jobs, contends with vehicle problems, and most interestingly, makes plans to realize her dream of buying cheap land and creating an off-the-grid earthship. As an aside, at the end of the book, uh, she actually buys land and begins work on her earthship, which is an encouraging development. Jessica Bruder immerses herself in this lifestyle, getting on the road with her own van and even taking some of the jobs she describes. What's refreshing about Nomadland is that it presents a truly balanced view of the nomadic way of life. This is a lifestyle that can easily be romanticized or dismissed as mere poverty and homelessness. In fact, it's a fascinating combination of the two, with people often veering from euphoria to despair from one moment to the next or from one week to the next, or one year to the next, as people's conditions change very quickly. America has long had a fascination with life on the road and getting free of the system. In modern times, it may have started with Jack Kerouac's On the Road, but the sentiment surely dates back even further. As the book recounts, during the Great Depression, many people were forced into rootless lives. As the book also points out, the line between being a free-spirited nomad and simply homeless can be hard to delineate. 
Apart from its insights on these new nomads, the book sheds light on some other sometimes unsavory aspects of the modern economy. We see, for example, how the online behemoth Amazon takes advantage of these workers' often desperate situations to ensure an endless supply of cheap labor. Amazon warehouses often have near sweatshop conditions, and when you consider that many of the workers are well over 60, it says more about the modern economy than many of us want to know. The way things are going, we can expect more and more people to become work campers and other types of nomads. This isn't necessarily a bad thing in and of itself. There are aspects of this lifestyle that are liberating, as many of the people Bruder interviewed point out. One problem is that this society currently has an extreme prejudice against this nomadic lifestyle. The government, banks, and other institutions, for example, make it hard to function without a fixed address. Then there's the constant threat of being harassed by police as more and more places outlaw parking in public places. As affordable housing becomes ever more scarce, society has to come to terms with the fact that many people can no longer afford to have a permanent home, at least the type of homes that people have traditionally had. In fact, many people don't even want one. Some people actually prefer to live nomadically. Nomadland is a great introduction to a subculture that's likely to grow in the near future. Okay, that's the end of the review. I was interested also, something that the book didn't get into, is that there are quite a few other nomadic lifestyles, I mean, some of which I've experimented with myself, such as what's called uh, digital nomadism. That was popularized by Tim Ferriss, who wrote The 4-Hour Workweek, where he talks about the advantages of, of like living in places like Thailand and Mexico, where the cost of living is very low, and living off of your computer running an online business or freelancing. That's, in some ways, that's almost the opposite of uh, living in an RV because, well, not the opposite, but it involves usually traveling greater distances and often living in a very fast-paced way, like flying from one destination to another. And in that case, the people are dependent on the internet. Whereas the people in the RVs are more working at seasonal jobs like at Amazon. But the two lifestyles can converge. And another area that we could talk about is house sitting, something I've been doing quite a bit of lately, where you homeowners let you stay somewhere for anywhere from a few days to months in exchange for watching the house and taking care of pets. That's sort of a nomadic house-free lifestyle in that you're getting not necessarily paid, but you get free accommodations in exchange for doing certain work. And then there's what they call the gig economy or the sharing economy. People work for like Uber, Lyft, running errands for TaskRabbit or opening up their own homes with Airbnb. These are all like new lifestyles that are partly coming about because people want to be freer, but then also because they're forced into it because Jobs are scarce, housing costs are going up, and all these new lifestyles are coming about. Anyway, in future broadcasts, I want to be interviewing people and discussing these matters in, in much more detail, because I'm interested in nomadics and all kinds of alternative lifestyles. But this is a good place to start if you're interested in, in the nomadic lifestyle, Nomadland, Surviving America in the 21st Century by Jessica Bruder has a very balanced view of it, like it's showing the good and the bad and without really any judgment. So, I mean, I recommend this book and I'll 
post a link to my review on Goodreads. All right, well, thanks for listening, and tune in again for the next Liminal Worlds broadcast. Good night.